The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. 911, what's your emergency? I can't find Captain Nash and his wife's cruise ship. Tonight, 911 comes to ABC. If we're gonna make it out of here, we gotta work together. Tonight at 9 on ABC, followed by 7 News at 11. She was hired to fix DC's 911 problems. It was the worst I'd ever seen. But instead says she was fired for exposing the failures. The blame belongs in leadership. Now the I-team digs into what fueled the mayor's decision. Tonight on 7 News at 5. God gave rock and roll to you, gave rock and roll to you, put it in the soul of everyone. I was hanging out with old Eddie Tunes the other night, and he put the Kiss song, God gave rock and roll to you, just, man, did he just dagger it right into my brain and just for days for days I've just been singing God came rock and roll <laughs> to you and I'm just like oh I don't like any of the sentiments of the song I can't get it out of my head no because in reality Kiss gave us rock and roll is that rock and roll I'm not that sure my name is Ben Jackie Sprowski though <laughs> And welcome to page seven. My name is Molly Neffel, and I'm so embarrassed that I don't think that I could, like, if you played me five songs and one of them was a Kiss song, I'm not sure if I could distinguish between them and, like, I don't know, 25 other bands that I I just don't have a Kiss connoisseurship. I understand, especially in that, uh, in that grouping... They do a lot sound the same. Until you see them, obviously, then you know it's Kiss. And I hope that I'm not upsetting anyone out there about my like my Kiss headness. <laughs> um, I just know that you get all the Kiss fans coming after us. I know, because I because sames. I do know that I enjoy Kiss, and I enjoy bands that also sound like Kiss. And uh, I mean, I love the song Detroit Rock City. You know, rock and roll all night. That's a great song. Sure, uh, but that's pretty much where my uh, the, a lot of my Kiss ends is where some others begin yeah i still i refer often to a conversation that gideon and i had where i where i on a road trip where i had him explain the difference between like metal and hair metal and i think that i just when i felt like my feet were on solid ground then you all started talking about new metal and obviously i know the difference because that's a timeline thing but yes but throwing and i and i don't even know whether hair is even remotely even, but then my problem is I think I know I can identify certain bands in the metal group. I can identify certain bands in the hair metal group. But then, like, I don't know what something like Kiss is. You know, I just don't. That's, it's just a whole big kind of question mark to me. We are in a territory that neither one of us know absolutely <laughs> anything about. And I, feel I like, don't know the distinction. <laughs> we need Marcus. This is yeah. when we need Marcus. Right. For sure. Marcus like, or Eddie would him, both. Like, I feel like they would. Eddie would just be like, you know, ripping his hair out hearing me even have this conversation conversation for how off I am yes. you know yeah 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 but that's okay because you know what we can't know everything all the time we are just human beings at the <laughs> end of the goddamn day
And we should say that it's not that Holden has been shamed into silence. It's that he is not here today. He is not here today. This We're having a girls-only club because Holden's on his honeymoon. Oh, does a, does a man want a honeymoon with his new wife? I guess that's fine. <laughs> I guess we'll allow it. I don't know if you saw, but I did see on his Instagram, not to sweat shame because I am one of the sweatiest people. And I don't. And if you guys listen to Roundtable of Gentlemen, uh, I used to make fun of Holden a lot because he travels in the summer with a sweat rag. Because as someone else that also is very, very sweaty, he used to be very ashamed of his sweat. So he brings a sweat rag to wipe himself down. But the problem is that now, which I'm, I'm very happy that he's grown and that he keeps his sweat rag with him loud and proud, but just sits on his shoulder like a little parrot. And I saw a picture of him because he's in New Orleans with his beautiful wife, Lexi. And uh, man, you could just feel how sweaty he was through the picture. Yeah, yeah. I It, it is not a good time from what I hear to be in New Orleans. <laughs> New Orleans is... No, I think it's a rough pl- time right now. This, it's too hum- it's too humid. <laughs> it's a swamp. It's literally a swamp. And and uh, I also honeymooned in New Orleans, so that's something that Did Holden really? and I have in common. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, I, I didn't mean, know that. It was like a year and a half after our wedding, but... Um, yeah. But that was the trip that we took, and it is it was fucking awesome. It's like such a wonderful happy place to just eat yourself silly and walk around with a drink in your hand and it's amazing but I was there in February and it was like not quite as tropical as I wanted it to be but everybody was like never come here in the summer ever yeah I can't even I hear that a lot like especially um since you can drink outside of bars there I hear that like the, the the streets are like a river of puke smell in like especially like downtown like proper like nor like tourist new orleans it just smells like puke in the summer yeah i imagine uh i i because it's like you know like how every tourist destination has like that street where you get the shirts that say my space to my face you know like of course oh yeah and i have no pro i actually enjoy a great tourist section for shame sure. that's the thing i have like a soft spot for those streets so like in key west it's duval street and oh like, yeah baby you know like i like i that i like i that i live for that shit and so obviously in new york it's i mean not nor in new york it's in new orleans it's uh bourbon street and Bourbon Street, you know, what the whole time we were planning our trip, everyone was like, well, so avoid Bourbon Street. And I was just like, nope. And like, I don't know why, Hell but no. I, I want the tchotchkes, bitch. I, I want the tchotchkes and I want the trash. Like, I love it's like karaoke bars and you can just mm. hear just bros just having a great time singing like, you know, I want to do kiss. the bop, bop, bop for to uh-huh. Sweet Caroline, you know? Yes, exactly. And also, of course, you can get, uh, you know, not official Rita's, but but actual Rita's in a big plastic to go. (laughs) You're saying not in cans because I'm just going to go ahead and let everyone know (laughs) that it is 11 o'clock in the morning where I am. And baby, do I have an ice cold white claw in my hand because it's summertime and it's time for spike seltzers and Rita's in cans. It's time to drink from a can. And, you know, a Rita in a can is a Rita with a capital R, but it's arguably not the same as an actual margarita. I'm no bartender. 
I'm no sommelier. We ain't no, we ain't none of that. We ain't no, we ain't no fancy. We trashy. I guess in New Orleans, it's a daiquiri is what you get. It's like a, it's not a Rita. It's a, it's a ice drink and you can get it in a very large novelty shape plastic container Ooh. with a very large straw and. Ooh, like, like a mask or some sort of boot? Yeah, like a, we have one. That's, you know, a foot and a half tall. I think we use it as a flower vase sometimes. It's it's like a big tube that you shoot alcohol down your guzzle with. And Hell just yeah. all sorts of terrible people walking around with them. And everyone who knows good shit to do in New Orleans is like, don't go anywhere near this place. And of course I wanted to do the good shit too, but I wanted to do... I wanted to drink from a big plastic boot and yeah, and of course, do the karaoke and all that. And so I love the hot puke center of New Orleans yeah. just as much, as much as I love the outer neighborhoods. I think there's something about being a New Yorker that you spend so much time trying to look like a tourist that whenever I go anywhere else, I want I don't care. I want to look like a tourist. Yeah. This is what I'm here for. I want all I want all the shit, and I think that. So I think that I think a lot of people have seen out there the campaign that's going on right now. Hashtag never apologize about the margaritas in a can. Because like you were just bringing up, I think there's a distinct difference between Rita's and margaritas. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think that's what they are like fully establishing the line that what we enjoy when you are not thick with child are Rita's. We like Rita's in a can. Yeah, you just know you're getting a Rita, you know? It's like, listen, I love a cheese plate at a nice restaurant. That's, like, my favorite thing to get at a restaurant. But I also like, you know, a 25-cent container of, like, orange crackers with cheese in them that you get at the subway uh, or station, you know? And I love them both, and they're not comparable. And, you know, I love a real margarita made by a bartender with lime juice and salt and all that on the rocks, but... Do I also like it's a, a different a can? beast? Yes, exactly. Do not compare these things. It's a completely different beast, and especially I was just busy getting. I was laying in a tube, just getting fried the other day by myself at the pool, just cheated out of my gourd with a nice <laughs> cold Rita in a can. You know, that's what that's what a, to me a summer day is. And so they so they put out this hashtag never apologize thing. That essentially is saying, like, yeah, you can call us trashy, you can call us gross, you can call us basic, whatever it is, we get it. We're a margarita in a can. But you know what? They're telling us to own ourselves. And the last line of it is, we'll never be sorry for who we are. No one should. Sincerely, Rita's. And this is from, I'm assuming... The Budweiser Company. Read it, readers.org. It is, it is, it is. I think it is, might be, re- it's like, I know that the, their Twitter handle is The Readers. Yeah, it's the official, it's the official word of the Rita. Yeah, and I, I, and it's, it's trash. Remember those old school Bud Light uh, commercials, like the radio commercials, like, to the dude playing the, the cans in the, when they shouldn't play the cans. Remember how, <laughs> what is it called? Like the Dear America ones or whatever. Oh, yeah, were. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I, it's stuff like that where it's like, you know what? Yeah, I know this is completely just advertisement speaking to like the it's real men of genius. That's what it's called. Oh, God. I loved that. <laughs> I loved everything about it. I was like, this is great because you know what? It makes me smile. And yeah, do they get me? And sometimes you just got to give in to advertisements. We are in the, it's like, that's what this country is based on. That's what economy is based on. So, you know what? 
you got to give in sometimes. Well, we're in a very weird time because it right. It's definitely a thing like it's it's and and the full text is, is you know, it's worth checking out because it's like a feminist manifesto about like this. This is the readers get shamed for being a girl drink, but we'll never apologize. And women shouldn't apologize for being wh- who they are. And it's really one of those things where you're like, all right, readers, I get it. I get it. But- I see what you're doing. <laughs> God damn it, but are you delightful? And it's true that certain drinks get totally judged by being too femme. That's absolutely a thing. If anything, I would expect Arbor Mist to put out a statement or something, but I'm proud of the Ritas for embracing slash pushing back on uh, the ways that they are ashamed for being a girl drink. But if, but my, listen, you know I'll drink a Rita at any opportunity, like literally any opportunity. But to be fair, I think that a lot of the shaming of Rita's maybe I'm wrong. I perhaps it is very common to shame Rita's for being a girly drink where I stand. The shaming of Rita's has to do with the fact that it is a malt liquor beverage that tastes like cough syrup, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. Does it? I wouldn't say it tastes great. It's just refreshing. <laughs> it, it, it is. It is definitely malt liquor. Like it's not a margarita. It is malt liquor and it tastes like artificial, grape everything or... all of it none of it tastes real <laughs> did we was i talking about on here about the passion fruit arena was i drinking that in here or was i drinking that at Japanese? Uh, you were definitely drinking Arita last time, but I can't remember if you told us what flavor. I mean, the passion fruit Arita is rough. It's strong, but I enjoyed it. Yeah, I I remember last summer drinking a grape Arita, and I was like, it tastes like I'm robo tripping, you know, like it just oh yeah, straight baby. up tastes like cough syrup. Oh yeah, that's I mean that's why I love it. That's why I used to suck back on those diamond tap bears so hard. Well, and that's why I love um, that's this my fondness for ices comes from a similar place. Yes, it is malt liquor. Yes, it is something that you know, quote unquote, bitches are known to drink in sororities. And yes, I will drink whatever is handed to me when I am not thick with child because it tastes like Skittles, and it is fantastic. You know what you should be doing, Molly? Because this has also been another fix of mine through the summer. Something that you can actually jump on. Have you gotten a like a big pail of Otter Pops lately? Have you ever gotten uh, into Otter Pops? Are those like Freezy Pops? Like the Freezy Pops, yeah. Okay. Like the icy ones. Like the ones in the long tubes that you suck the juice out of the bottom of it. I do know them, but I do not like currently have any on me. I've been playing that game. I think it's a great summer game. And it does give you the fix of like a bunch of sugar and that like fake fruit flavor. But it also <laughs> cools you down. Yeah, but you know what I would do if I wasn't pregnant, or what I hope you do, is to cut it open. Pour vodka in it? Pour vodka, pour a little shot of vodka. (laughs) Oh my God, why am I not doing that? (laughs) Molly, where's my fucking brain been at? You know what? Thank you. Happy Fourth of July to to us and to everyone listening to this, because this is what we need to be doing. That's so smart. That's such a bobo-ass way to make a great summer cocktail when you don't have a blender. It would be good to... Right, you don't need a blender. It's on the go. It's like a go-gurt, but with... Oh, my God. You just slop it in there. And it would actually be a pretty good amount, you know? It might be a little less than a shot, so you could really kind of just have it... All day. Slam them. <laughs> that is a really good idea because I was thinking about going old school and making jello shots for the 4th of July mm. um, because I got these like 
I, I, I saw they had one of those ice cube trays that have, like, the stars in it. And I was like, oh, I'll just make star-shaped jello shots for all my friends that are in their 30s that are going to be sweating in the sun during the day, which none of it's a good idea. But I could do otter pop shots. Otter pop shots sounds like a lot of fun, and you would be like the barefoot Contessa of trash. <gasps> oh, my God. Thank you, Molly. <laughs> You really have to come over and try one of my otter pop <laughs> Oh, it's great. You know, you never think about Jeffrey out with his boys on the weekends if you have an otter pop shot. <laughs> You're right, man. I'll just, you go out to, you go out to Fire Island, Jeffrey. I'm going to be here with my otter pop shots, and I don't give a fuck about what you do out there. It would probably be, you know, if Barefoot Contessa actually did it, she would probably have to, like, make her own, you know, vodka Slushies. ice pops. Um, yeah, with like her own right. freshly squeezed grapes or something. But, you know, you could definitely be, it's definitely something that the pioneer woman would do. Whoa, them's fighting words, Molly. <laughs> I don't know if she would. I don't think she has that much fun. No, she doesn't have any fun, but she does approve of store-bought products in a way that Ina just doesn't. That is completely true. But you know who I assume had absolutely no fun? Yeah, that's a bit of a stretch. <laughs> I watched Old Dogs yesterday, guys, and I feel the need to talk about... I went down... So, I, I just go ahead so everybody knows. I have been almost completely alone for about a week. I've been I've been referring to myself as Puppyon uh, because I've just been in solitary confinement with my niece, dog Wendy, while everyone is out of town. And I was starting to go a little mad... Uh, as I was in my solitary curfinement, as I'd like to call it. <laughs> solitary curfinement, Molly! Yeah, I fucking said, <laughs> I said Um, do you, are you familiar with the movie Old Dogs? Molly? I am not, and I actually had to read your email several times, because if any of you have ever read any of Jackie's uh, Instagram captions, she also writes emails <laughs> the same way, and sometimes <laughs> when you're trying to get down to business, it's very hard to decipher what's actually going on. There's a lot of intermittent capitalization, and <laughs> you can kind of tell like the roller coaster of emotions she's going on when she's typing, and so I was like reading about this old dogs thing, and I was like, I'm not even sure if I'm supposed to know what she's talking about. <laughs> That's what happens. That's what happens when you hit late day and I'm just sitting with Wendy. Wendy who's just brutally depressed because Mumsy and Pupsy are out of town. And so we're just sitting and I'm like I'm sad too, Wendy. So I got all cheebed out and I started watching Old Dogs. So I went down a weird John Travolta worm time. So Old Dogs is a movie that is very bad. And it is starring Robin Williams and John Travolta. Now, all of this started because some amazing human being on Twitter tagged me in this video. Oh, man. Guys, I think I might hate it. I'm going to go ahead and slap that on there. There's an old dog's music video. It is John Travolta doing a cover of Bobby Brown's Every Little Step. Now, in the music video that this is for the movie Old Dogs. He does the cover, but also does the video with his daughter, Ella Blue. And at the time, I'm going to go ahead and say that she was maybe 10 years old, but Ella is also in the movie Old Dogs. Okay. So they did this music video together, and it is just, man, 
Oh, Lord. So I said it to Molly, and I asked her not to watch it until we watched it on the episode today because I'd like for all of us to watch this together. I think this is important. I think this is something in our entertainment field that we had a blind eye to before, and it's time to open it up. I, Are you ready to open up your third eye? I'm, I'm ready. I, uh, I'm, I'm very ready. I didn't know about many of the things that, that you've mentioned, and here I am ready to learn. Um, and also, for some reason, Bernie Mac is in Old Dogs, and he's great. I, in my brain, Bernie Mac can do absolutely no wrong. He is someone that I miss every single day. Um, Robin Williams also looked like he was performing uh, with a gun to his head, <laughs> and that was very upsetting. Amy Sedaris is in it. Can I also just say real fast that the plot, uh, the plot of Old Dogs, I kind of want to do what they did with Wild Hogs and watch Old Dogs every single day for a year and just <laughs> see where my brain goes with it because it doesn't make any sense. So could you maybe just give me one sentence about what Old Dogs is about? Robin Williams and John Travolta are best friends and they are in their 50s and John Travolta is a horn dog of a man. And seven years ago, Robin Williams had sex with Kelly Preston. Now, Kelly Preston is John Travolta's wife in real life. And in the movie, they had sex, and she's an environmentalist, so she went off. Turns out she got knocked up by Robin Williams. She shows up seven years later with twins and says, hey, I'm an environmentalist. I'm going to jail for a couple of weeks. Can you watch these children? They're actually yours. Oh. Now, they don't know how to be daddies, but they've got to learn how to be daddies. Oh, this is the genre of men have to take care of children. Whoa. Yes. And what? <laughs> and then on top of it, the, during this time, this is the time they're trying to sell their company. It is just a company. Don't worry about what they do. You don't need to know. <laughs> their company is trying to sell their company to a Japanese company. So are there a lot of very racially insensitive jokes about <laughs> Japanese people in it? As a matter of fact, yes. And it doesn't make any sense. And they just, it is just, I don't know why I watched it. <laughs> Molly, I don't know why I watched it. And I wish that I could share the Marco Polos I sent to our producer, Mary, as I'm watching it by myself because I just kept sending her, like, I don't know why. Why does Bernie Mac just show up as a master puppeteer? <laughs> why is there a whole scene when John Travolta and Robin Williams switch, quote-unquote, their medication, and I think it's supposed to be, like, a blood pressure pill or, like, something else, but it makes Robin Williams, like, look like he's on an acid trip, and it makes John Travolta's face spasm and seizure in very like visually upsetting ways it sounds like you watched it because the entire Travolta Preston family is in it I had to <laughs> I had to do it and also Lori Laughlin is in it as a Japanese oh translator and she speaks um fake Japanese and it's great. oh oh my god wow this I... really does have everything <laughs> It's got. So um, if you guys wanted to watch along with us, this is just called Old Dog's Music Video, Every Little Step. And I just wanted to watch part of it with Molly just to show. I, I watched this about four times yesterday. And uh, I'm scared that I might 
have a mental breakdown. <laughs> They're also the other thing that I found in my John Travolta worm time is that he was also just in a movie with Ella Blue, who's now all grown up. The movie is called Poison Rose. It has Morgan Freeman and it has fat Brendan Fraser in it. And um, it went right to on demand. And I watched the trailer and John Travolta did another movie where he like kind of talks like this and the movie doesn't make any sense. And um, you should watch the trailer for Poison Rose. It's (laughs) really, I don't even know if it's old dogs bad enough to watch for the yucks. You know what I mean? Uh Uh-huh. And also it is very cute that even though John Travolta and Kelly Preston allowed their um, Scientology views to not get their son the help that he required the medical help he required and so he died way too young he does really love his daughter ella that i keep watching (laughs) in all these interviews that they're having together i was working in my living room late one night when i looked at the state of my design with a fright for i haven't had the time to design my furniture and suddenly to my surprise I used Monzi. I did the Monzi mash. The Monzi mash. Do do. It was an interior design bash. The Monzi mash. Do do. It was designed in a flash. Whoa. Modsy.com is the revolutionary online interior home design service that starts at just $69. You, 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 you know it's good with a number like that? Wink. That is a fraction of a fraction of a fraction of the cost of hiring an interior designer and so much easier and even if you live like a monster like I do party or undead wise Monty is designed to be easy to use and even a bloodsucker could figure it out not that I am in any way shaming how one gets their calories but iron just ain't my thing y'all just take a few photos and measurements of your space, furniture and all, and take their style quiz, and the Modsy designers create two custom design plans just for you. So unravel your hard work and mummy bones. Ash? Or is it bones? What's under the wrapping? And take a load off and let Modsy do the work for you. Modsy's groundbreaking 3D technology lets you see different layouts and tour your virtual space. Personally, I moved into a home that already had existing roommates, and I didn't have a whole lot of my own things. Modsy helped me find some unique pieces that go with my ooky spooky monster flair without having to leave my dang house or having to move any of the furniture around by myself. Or go out when it's daylight. Ah, 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 ah. I want to suck your convenience. <laughs> With their price matching guarantee and exclusive savings, you can shop all the beautiful furniture in your Mozzie designs at once from one easy checkout. Yeah, almost as easy as it is to check out those tight human-sized jeans on Wolfman. I might be thinking about Teen Wolf, but either way, y'all know this girl loves a monster, man. You get unlimited revisions, too. Plus, Modsy guarantees you land on a design you love or your money back. So do the mash. It is the Modsy mash. The Modsy mash. You'll design in a flash. This month only, when our listeners go to modsy.com, start a design project, and use code PAGE7, you will get 20% off. That's 20% off to our listeners at modsy.com, code PAGE7. M-O-D-S-Y dot com, code PAGE7. All right, let's do it. We're going to do a three, two, one um, start, and we're going to do start when I say start. All, All right. right? Three, two, one, start. 
my world, there are no bad guys, only sun showers. So there's clips of old dogs in it. And this starts off with her telling some nonsensical story. <laughs> See, this is how they looked after they took their medication, which that did. He looks like the Joker for some reason. Yeah, he's scary. It's very, it's very upsetting. Was that Robin Williams in blackface? Um, well, tan. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> Why did they choose a Bobby Brown song to cover? Is this official in any way? Like, is this the song of the movie? It does play at the, in the credits of the movie. And I don't know why, the, in big words, Ella Blue is behind them, which is the daughter's name. And Blue is spelled like the French way. Even though there's another child in the movie. Ew, and they're doing these hoppy dances together. I just really... And she's being like sexy little girl in it. What and and what, what is this? We're we talking about late nineties or is this the early two thousands? This is two thousands. Oh my god! Oh, and why do they touch each other? It is clappy. I just, as someone that makes enough jokes about daddies, this is just. Yeah. Can you imagine John Travolta pitching this movie, just being like, or this video, being like, okay. Okay, I got it. I love my kid. I'm not saying that John Travolta, I don't think he's being creepy with the daughter. This is just a very upsetting. It's not creepy, but it is like, uh, it's like, there's just something about like performative daddiness of being like, look at how much I love my daughter. That's That makes me real skis down. And the fact that he keeps grabbing on his chest. Yeah. And what he's showing is what he does with his daughter is that they sit and they watch television together. They sit and watch television together slash they watch the movie that they were both in together. <laughs> Ew, and I hate the the breakdown conversation talking through the song. <laughs> oh, I forgot Seth Green is in this movie. Justin Long is in this movie. Justin Long, really? Yeah, and then Bernie Mac plays this master puppeteer and he does these like puppet shows. Ew, if you let me come to your world. <laughs> oh, God, I hate this. This hand on the head, hip combo thing she's doing. I just hate it. I hate it. I hate it. And it makes me so upset. Like like many things in the early 2000s, there is no excuse for this existing in the early 2000s and not in the 90s. Like, I feel like it's there is no time when this aesthetic was appropriate. No. And also, it was just that it is that same time period, too, of, like, movies that this movie was not made for children. But also, it's very disrespectful to anyone older because they're just like, man, old people can't do anything. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. So it's not just that they're men. It's that they're old old men. Yes. And because uh, so every it's just constant jokes that, like, are you guys the grandparents of these kids? Uh, and for some reason, Robin Williams lives in a place that is, it is illegal for children to be on the premises. So they have to stay at John Travolta's place. 
Which I think that even in like old people, like old people homes, you can still bring children. So John Travolta is not any of their biological fathers in the in the in the fictional narrative. Robin Williams is, but he bonds with the children anyway, just by being like daddy's friend. It's that he's he's being unky unky Jantra. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I I have I gotta say I feel no clarity after watching that music video. <laughs> oh, no. I know there's a lot of pee pee poopy jokes, and you know how uh, I hate pee pee poopy your, jokes. Your favorite. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I'm sorry. I know we have to stop talking about old dogs because now most of the episode has been about old dogs. But I just um I don't know. I don't know what to do with myself, and I was worried. I was like, am I going to be okay? And if I don't talk about this, if I don't talk about what I did with my day, then I felt like it was a problem. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, and also the thing about your commitment to bad movies, like I have a strong commitment to bad television shows, which I tell myself is like lower stakes than a movie because it was only half an hour or an hour. But it, truly, it's not because if I watch, you know, three episodes of Beat Bobby Flay, that's like the same length as a movie. Um, but... You really will, you know, I feel like if you watch a bad movie and you have to watch the whole thing, it really does define your day in a way that's kind of different than television because you're like, I just had an immersive narrative experience that lasted for, you know, 90 minutes and now I've got to talk about blue, uh, not blue dogs, old dogs with somebody. Yeah, but that's the whole thing is it too, when you give into that and you watch them by yourself. That's the scary part because I not only committed to it, but there would be no shame if I shut it off. No one would know if I just shut it off, uh-huh. but I had to watch the entire thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's like people who can't stop once they start a book. You're like that with, with a mm-hmm. John Travolta movie. What did, but so to, to back up a little bit then, does that mean that you watched the movie Poison Rose also starring Ella Blue and John Travolta that, came out in the year of our lord 2019 i couldn't bring myself to do it because i have just recently bought and spent way too much money on buying seasons of 19 and counting so i'm really dedicated to that right uh-huh. now. Uh-huh. so i had to go into my dugger hole so i could just scream about that to myself you know what to wendy i i need to start posting the pictures of like of me just screaming out into the ether. And if there is one thing to show that Wendy is a Zabrowski, she is not changed by any Zabrowski screaming in the house. I'm just screaming at nobody about just whatever's going on in my brain. You should have heard me. I was screaming about Lion King yesterday because I've got <laughs> things to say. And if you have no one to say them to, sometimes you just got to say it. Yeah, that's what that's, you know, podcasting has conditioned you well. Just yell into the void. Am I going to have a mental breakdown? I'm not <laughs> sure. But man, if there is a reason to really spin out of control, it's a combination of old dogs and watching 19 and counting. But you know what's not going to make me spin out of control? It actually kind of put a smile on my face. Jeremy Renner's oh. music career. Oh, no. <laughs> Jackie, I'd rather watch old dogs. I listened <laughs> I listened to Jeremy Renner's single and oh man, Jeremy folks. Renner just released a song called Heaven Don't Have a Name. It is on Spotify. The thing is what I don't understand about the song is that this is actually a cover of the song that he has already sang on. So, uh, so okay. someone else did the song first, okay? 
Uh huh. The original was released. It's by a man named Sam Feld. Feld. I don't know how to say it. It's, it's spelled, the word felt, but with a D in it. So the original was in 2008. He sang with this dude, but then he re-recorded it, made it worse, and then re-released it with just him singing the song. And and remind me, so what, one, a problem I have is that every celebrity gossip story about Jeremy Renner gets mixed up in a big bag with every celebrity gossip story about Jeremy Piven, and I just... Shove them all together into a single Jeremy. I know, very different. And I know that Jeremy Piven's like defining features that he ate too much sushi, which I think about every time I eat sushi, which is frequently. And Ooh, that's rough to think about that. Yeah. (laughs) Am I getting mercury poisoning like Jeremy Piven? (laughs) That's what I think to myself. Wait, Jeremy Piven got mercury poisoning? Well, I think it was that he tested positive for maybe some other drugs and he claimed it was because he ate too much sushi. Ha! It was something, it's something, I think the sushi was a drug shield. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I mean, that's, well, at least you can say that to your OBGYN, Molly, (laughs) blame the sushi. Then you could also say it was just a bunch of poppy seeds. You know, it's like, oh, it was the poppy seeds. I wasn't doing any kind of hallucinogenic. Don't worry about me. (laughs) And, but, but as a result, I've it, for years I was picturing Jeremy Piven when people were talking about Jeremy Renner and then I saw an Avengers movie and I was like oh that guy and so but 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 as a result I know that there's people have a lot of thoughts and feelings about Jeremy Renner as a celebrity too and I think that people don't like him right so people I think are I, but Jeremy Renner's been around for a really long time and, and has dabbled in lots of different arenas so this is actually not the first time that he has sang. So he played Hawkeye in all of the the shoot 'em ups and the action <laughs> ones. Uh-huh. And he's the one with the arrows. So uh-huh. I remember that because I I still kind of want to get into archery. That's still my thing that I would like to work into my life. But what he so he was in the movie Tag, which I did not see. I think it was another one that was like summer like, "Oh, we've got comedians in a movie." Uh-huh. Oh, we're smiling. And at the end of Tag, while the credits ran, he sang a version of Crash Test Dummies. And in the end of the movie, he brought in the other people that were in the movie as well, and they sang it together, so people thought it was a joke. And then he also re-recorded it by himself as like a sad version of the song that's also on Spotify. I there is just something about an actor trying to have a singing career that makes me feel like they are in high school and they need to pick one and go with it. It's yeah. not to say that you can't be a triple threat or a double threat because no. they exist. But most of the people trying to be that aren't. And I think you have to like you said like you have to devote your time like to one strong at least like he did the acting thing for a long time. So originally apparently he wanted to be a singer first. And that uh, on The View, he had said that, like, oh, I had been, like, tapped to be in a boy band back in the 90s, but I said no to it. Mm -hmm. So he's been, he was, like, he was a musician before he was an actor, so he switched over to acting. And I think now he's pivoting a little bit to do more of, like, the singing thing. I see. I don't know why it makes me so uncomfortable. It just feels, I mean, partially because the song is very bad, in my opinion. It's it's pretty bad. But it's not like every little step John Travolta bad where you can laugh at it. It's like, okay, it's not the worst. 
it's just not something I would probably listen to. Right. It's like normally bad. It's not like, oh, this is like it viral is a song. bad. Yeah, it's just a bad it's like, song. It's like Coldplay. You yes. know what I mean? Yes. It's like Coldplay now because I like old Coldplay, but like it's Coldplay now. Yes. Yeah. It's just like a just like a shitty song that would come on a Spotify mix where you'd be like, Ugh, skip this song. Yeah. And it's not like an arms wide open, which I mean, I'll always listen to Creed. We know that about <laughs> old Jackie Zabrowski. <laughs> There's something about the summertime that. God, I just can't get Creed. Creed is just always in my head, man. Really? That's your summertime jam inner monologue? My jams. Oh, yeah, baby. It's my jams. It's what I was singing to myself when I was drinking my Rita in a can sitting in a floaty uh, over the weekend. <laughs> that really paints a very specific picture. <laughs> and it's a, it's an Americana-themed floaty, which also, guys, it's almost National Hot Dog Day. And as a self-imposed Southwestern Regional National Hot Dog Ambassador of 2019. Man, am I ready for this week of hot dogs? But Molly, did you see how big that hot dog was? <laughs> 66 pound hot dog was there. Tried for the Guinness World Record. It's Feltman's of Coney Island, which is where um the, where the first hot dog was sold on Coney Island. And um, so they made a 66 pound dog and then they sold it for $10 a slice, Ugh. and it had sauerkraut and mustard on it. You know, I'll tell you what I need. <laughs> I'll tell you what I need less of. Probably because you talk about hot dogs all the time. The, the algorithms are are tagging me and all of those fucking posts about the, <laughs> the icebox hot dog cake where you're welcome. melt a gelatinous hot dog into a pie and every time I go online, I see the video of this horrifying hot dog melt and, and I need it to stop. And I don't know how to make it stop because I think that, I don't know, I think that my algorithm can hear your voice coming through the computer or something. And it's like, you want to see this disgusting hot dog nightmare called the hot dog icebox cake? And yes. at first I thought it was, I, and I actually watched like 20 seconds of it because I was like, oh, it's just going to be right? stacks of hot dogs. No, 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 no. It's like no, blended. No, no. No, no, no. Gelatinized, reconstituted hot dog. And a hot dog is already reconstituted. It's a little rough. It's a little rough to watch hot dogs in a blender that is now put into some sort of soup that you put into... Then you put it to the freezer and serve by the slice. It is, it's rough to watch. I'm not saying I wouldn't try it. I just wouldn't make it. That's the only difference. Really? But maybe that means I should, that's why I'm self-imposed Southwestern Regional Hot Dog Ambassador 2019. Because, you know, maybe that's what separates me from from being the real one. You gotta take the risks. Yeah, I, I, I'm not taking enough risks. I have drank hot dog water at this point. I have used <laughs> it as stock and other things. I have. And I would eat a slice of the world's largest 66 pound hot dog. Which nice is that they sent, um, they donated the money that people paid per slice to a to the Headstrong Project, which is a nonprofit focusing on mental health care for veterans. So <laughs> wouldn't you do that, Molly? <laughs> Partake in this disgusting <laughs> object. It's for veterans. I mean, it's for veterans. That, <laughs> that is that is nice, <laughs> if not completely random of them. Uh, it's, it is, it is nice, but I don't want 
a slice of hot dog that other people have been like touching and breathing on that are probably yeah, a but whole I team, bet it's all like cold. Yeah, a whole team of like a paramedic like team of hot dog movers probably had to paw oh, all yeah. over the beach. Oh yeah, they're dog bearers, right? Is that what, what do you call when you're holding a casket? Is that a paw bearer? It's a right? paw bearer. Yep. Yeah, I want. I'm. Oh, I want to be a dog bearer. <laughs> And then I could, I could have a, like a real dog under one arm and the hot dog under the other arm that I'm holding up and going, yep, yep, as I walk. <laughs> and I'll go, I'm the yep dog, I'm the yep dog, watch out for me, come, because I'm the yep dog, I'm the yep dog, bringing lots of fun. See, in general, eating contests, uh, we started a few years ago, John and my brother and I started a tradition of going down to Coney Island uh, just to have beers on the boardwalks, um, which is really nice, but it's like, you know, obviously a shit show on 4th of July, but that's when... uh, the hot dog eating contest is. Oh, the hot dog eating contest. I've never actually seen it. Isn't it like crazy packed though? So you can't even get close. Yeah, we didn't even really try to get close. We just went to the uh, the great little boardwalk bar there and watched it on the TVs. It was like happening right outside, yeah. but we just watched it on the TVs. But, you know, I, I, I am somebody who has to eat like... I'm real I'm real special and finicky about food like I have to eat small bites and I have to eat like really slowly and like I get a lot of anxiety like being at other people's houses for dinner because like sometimes I'm not I don't finish my plate I'm not a member of the clean plate I think club. it's cute how you eat though <laughs> I think I've always thought it was cute I, I wish I ate I eat I hoover <laughs> and so like the idea of like having to eat something really fast is like a waking nightmare for me and and, you know, the specific idea of having to eat hot dogs very fast is, like, perhaps the worst thing I could have to eat. Not, I don't hate hot dogs, but I just don't want to eat them very fast. And so the idea of the hot dog eating contest and also large food really upsets me. Like, there's that fucking show, Ginormous Food, that's just like, let's ruin a hamburger by making it the size of a pizza, you know. And I don't, I don't want it. You know what? I'm glad you brought that up. Have we ever talked about that before? I also, I think, am put off by really large food. I don't, I don't know if we've talked about it before, but it's a trend now. Again, in these fucking videos, because I do love food videos, but it's like, make a slice, a single slice of pizza the size of a bed sheet. And it's like, it's horrifying. There's no way that's going to taste good. No No. way. You can't put the love in it. There's not enough love you can fit into it. The ratios are all wrong. Like these burgers that are the size of pizza trays. It's just the, the ratios of bread to meat. It's, it's, oh, and it's such a trend. This guy with his ginormous food, he was everywhere for a while. Wait, so this is like an actual show. It's called ginormous food. It's an actual show called ginormous food, not to be mixed up with all the other like food dare shows like man versus food. Ginormous food is just a guy who walks around to like diners that serve like the world's biggest, you know, mac and cheese or something and swims in a vat of mac and cheese and eats it. Oh, he's like a, but he's like this like cutie little ginger bear. Though. He is a little I'd ginger bear. <laughs> <laughs> I'd kiss on this little ginger bear, except not while eating big foods. Although the only thing that I will say, I do love a giant sub. That is something because, yes. because it is normally cut. That is something that is acceptable to be cut into slices that yes. are like, uh, like acceptable eating. Size. A giant sub is perfectly fine because it makes sense in terms of the form 
All you have to do is take a long piece of bread and make it longer. You're not fucking with the ratios. It's the ratios I'm worried about. Like if you gave me a sub that was like the height of, you know, a small child, I'd be like, no, I don't want that because there's not going to be enough bread or there's not going to be enough stuff or whatever. Right. And so, yes, a giant sub is is a delight. And I have a friend who served giant subs at her wedding and I thought it was great. Um but I'm sorry. I'm just staring at pictures. <laughs> they have ginormous sushi where just like a bunch of sushi shoved into like a huge like <laughs> sleeping bag sized piece of seaweed. It's just, oh, oh, that's not how it's supposed to be. It's like ruin a good food by turning it big. That should be the name of the show. I, well, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and say, this is controversial opinion, I think that's why I like the flat burgers better because of the ratio of bread to meat because I never want something that has so much shit on it that I can't fit it into my mouth. Yeah. And you're talking about anxieties. I have a small mouth, which is surprising <laughs> because I, it seems like I would have a very large mouth, but I don't. I have a very tiny mouth. And so if I can't fit my mouth around something I'm putting in my mouth, I hurt the sides of my uh-huh. mouth and, and then they get all red and I look like a clown or that I've been sucking on a fucking just like red old dinky donkey dick. You know what I mean? Like it's not good for me to stretch my mouth like that. And I don't yeah. like big fat burgers because of it. Yeah, whenever I see like a like a burger made on television, I'm like, no one could actually eat that. Like nobody nope. actually wants a tall fucking you know golf ball sized or you know even better like baseball sized burger like that has then a bunch of a bunch of stuff on it and you're supposed to no you're supposed to smoosh it in your mouth what are you supposed to do like i i I don't know i want food to be made with considering the fact that people are going to pick it up and put it in their mouths yeah and i also like you know how much i love my condies if the if there's too much meat in it then it just slips, like the meat will slip out, and then I just eat condies and bread. And I right. just, I don't want just mayo and bread. If I wanted just mayo and bread, I'd eat it. Yes, which is a thing. I definitely have worked for people who uh, have made their children's mayonnaise sandwiches. <laughs> Were you ever a kid who ate mayonnaise I'm sandwiches? I'm not against it. No, I was big on the just American cheese mayo on white bread. That uh-huh. is what I ate pretty much every day as a child because it's all I would eat. Truly an all-American girl. All-American girl. Summer smelling had me a huff. Summer smelling I ain't had enough. I got some fur samples all right. Kissed some boys and then called it a night. We all know scent is closely linked to memory, and I feel like when it comes to some of my favorite summer memories, that's definitely the case. I get downstairs locked and loaded every time I smell the dip of an oil stick or the subtle hint of grease and sweat from a Johnny Appleseed working hard to make my engines go vroom. Create some special memories this summer with the perfect fragrance from Fleur, P-H-L-U-R. Now, I can't wait until me and my Hepcat hit the boardwalk this summer. I honestly have never been complimented as much as I am on my Hepcat. Cat scent. And as I get my slink on down to Oops, I Kissed It Againville, I am confident that even though I may be a sweaty lady, I ain't no stinking stinking by those summer nights. 
Fleur makes great smelling clean and sustainable fragrances, and they last so long that even after I get Zuko'd down by the carousel, and after I get front bumper card by old sleazy Kanicki, I am still smelling like an untouchable. In all honesty, it really does last through all the sweating. Every Fleur scent is for anyone. All that matters is what you like. So stop commiserating in the mirror, old Sandra D, because you won't be lousy with virginity for long after smelling this great. And unlike other fragrance companies, Fleur is transparent and discloses every ingredient and why it's there. Because Fleur's the one that I want. It's at the scent I want. Daddy, make new scent memories with Fleur. Go to Fleur.com today and use promo code PAGE7 to get 20% off your first custom Fleur sample set. Pick three scents to try and get credit towards a full-size bottle of your favorite. That's promo code PAGE7 at Fleur.com to get your first three Fleur fragrance samples at 20% off. P-H-L-U-R dot com. Oh, ain't nobody gonna break my style. Cause I got fashion right in my box. Oh, yes. I got to love my stitch fix. You want to know why celebrities look so dang good? They have personal stylists that make sure their outfit is always on point. And sometimes even they want to shave that head of theirs. Hashtag Britney2K7. And with Stitch Fix, you can afford to have a professional stylist curate your look too. That's nuts. Stitch Fix is an online personal styling service that delivers your favorite clothing, shoes, and accessories directly to you. You forget. How much you hate being in the mall until you've blinked and you've been in the mall for three hours on your precious summer day off. Not snowmore, everybody. Stitch Fix has the brands you know and love, plus exclusive styles you won't find elsewhere. And you ain't gotta dope yourself up to make you feel like you're 14 years old again just to get you to drag your butts to the mall. Now, after completing your style profile, your expert personal stylist will send you a hand-picked box of items based on your style and preferences. They even have men's and kids' boxes, too. Now, I'm trying to pretend y'all know about Franissance 2K19, but I'm trying to, like, really pull in the Franfine-esque beach goddess for summer. Long, flowy skirts made out of animal print, and Stitch Fix is delivering. I want to do, like, a hybrid of Morticia Adams meets Queen's Nanny that never wants the sun to touch her pale skin, but oh! Also, doesn't want to leave the Cabana Boys and her ice-cold summer cocktails. You know what I mean? Stitch Rex is killing it. With no subscription... With no subscription required, pick between automatic shipments or only getting new pieces on demand. I actually stopped using Stitch Fix for a while and re-upped to get ready for more grooms parties that I'm a part of at the end of the summer. And it was super simple. Shipping exchanges and returns are always free. And plus, the $20 styling fee is automatically applied towards anything you keep from your box. Discover new styles and find unique pieces with Stitch Fix. What I'm saying is... Oh, yes, I got to love my Stitch Fix. Ain't nobody got to pay to return. If you don't like it, ship it back. Oh, yes, I got to love my Stitch Fix. Get started today at stitchfix.com slash page seven and get an extra 25% off when you keep everything in your box. That's stitchfix.com slash page seven. Stitchfix.com slash page seven. And speaking about our all-Americans, baby, baby, I'm so proud of Lil Nas X. Oh my god. Out. At the Ugh. end of Pride Month, he came out and um 
Good for fuck. And I hate that. Pe- there's just so many people that are like, oh, did you just do this? Because it's like Pride Month, and uh, that's like what you're supposed to do. And he's like, I. He, there was who the fuck? tweets that were deleted that essentially was like, um, I've been number one on the Billboard charts for 12 weeks now. So no, that's not why I'm doing doing yeah, this at but all. Also, you idiots. Pride, Pride Month is a great time to come out. Like it's yeah. about being proud of who you are. What the fuck is Fucking wrong with good people? for him. Yes, uh, I'm so proud of him. And just like as someone, again, that I think that everyone in like everyone in the world just wants to like put in their pocket and be like, please be safe. We love you. <laughs> like I want to treat him the way I treat Wendy, you know, like, yeah, it's just like you are pure and you are wonderful. And I'm just so fucking happy for you and keep killing it. Yeah, he is such a sweet like when I when I saw the 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 movie music video I and I you know I had not I don't think I had actually like seen him before and I like saw him and I was like that little baby is little Nas X I love him so much and and his tweets are so good one of my favorite I tweets know. about him coming out was like oh I knew nobody who was straight could be that funny on Twitter <laughs> like, <laughs> he is so fucking funny and. I and I love that at first like it was like no you can't be country because you're black and now he's black and also gay and just fucking killing it and I'm just like his outfits are fucking fire man I love I want to I wish I could pull off a fringe jacket like that I really wish I could pull it off and I know that I can't yeah I know he really maybe I should try I don't know and I also love that he's just like a fucking icon already and you know he's only been an icon for like 13 weeks but he's an absolute icon and and I love that it's just like oh also by the way not like a huge deal but you should know I am also gay and I'm just like nope nobody can take this away from you Lil Nas X well and also it wasn't like a big publicity stunt either he just tweeted it that's not that's not doing anything that's like out of the ordinary especially when he's like I thought everyone kind of knew already because of like what he had put on his album cover but also that's really sweet and it would make sense because everyone on the internet is can be insane sometimes of like did you see that it must mean this right oh he's got a building on it it's a penis because it's a building it's like an erect penis he's a homosexual you know it's like i feel like that is what people get into sometimes and people have been trying to dissect the lyrics of what old town road is actually about he keeps just tweeting you guys it's about horses <laughs> it's it's just it's so good. <laughs> it's about riding on horses <laughs> i'm so I happy him. for him yeah. I say mazel to you, baby, and we are proud of you. But it is, Molly, it's time for the list. Oh, God, I got to sing to you by myself. You have to sing to me (laughs) by yourself. I'm not going to help you at all. Talk about anxieties. Who's on the list? Pregnant woman. She's beautiful and she's pregnant. (laughs) Got to have that list. You have to sing the other part of it. We are doing famous celebrities you assumed were American but are not. Wow, this is a, this is appropriate for our All American Day. You know, it's it's it, there is it is a rough time to be like as someone that I really enjoy my American holidays. It is definitely a rough time to feel this way, but I still do <laughs> because man, we are on here and we are talking into the ether, and this is what we do for a living, and that is. <laughs> Great. And I'm proud of us for being able to do these things. And I'm also proud of Natalie Portman for pulling off being an American for so long because she's actually was born in Israel. Yeah, I always forget that she is Israeli. Yes, she is Israeli. And also, yeah, which 
you know, good for you, girl. You fucking getting it with your hot Jewish husband. Man, he's just so, ooh, he's so hot. Also, Rachel McAdams from Canada. And they just had their birthday. Also, happy birthday, Canada. Oh, Canada had their birthday. I was like, it says here, Rachel McAdams was born on November 17th. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a little, I think that's a Scorpy baby. But no, no, Canada itself, happy birthday. I feel like sometimes, you know, you get overshadowed. Same week. It's the same as having a birthday uh, right before Christmas, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is truly the Canada to uh, the much... Uh, more loudmouth sibling that is the United States. I was that loudmouth sibling. I understand. Charlize Theron, South Africa. Now that I remember because it's just such a like, she's just. And her horrible upbringing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why I have like, Charlie's Throne has come to represent South Africa to me, but I'm like, oh yeah, she's the beautiful South African actress. God, I just, man, I would give anything to be with her and especially she comes out and she says these kind of things all the time of like yeah I'm single not because I want to be if someone would ask me out I will go on a date she's just like publicly screaming to be like I'm just a down-to-earth person you want to go on a date with me go on a date with me ask me out I'd, I'd, I'd love to meet people and um Charlize if you are listening which <laughs> I'm sure you are I would love to go on a date with you Please. She we is would be a great couple. I, I think she's in my top five for women for sure. I oh my god, she is just so talented and just so so beautiful. And the fact that she's just a strong fucking badass bitch. And it's always it's that story that always pops into my mind of when she was with Sean Penn and she openly said that Sean Penn um uh, uh, hit her physically abused her twice and she looked at him was like you're never gonna touch me ever again and left and told everybody about it wow which that is such a hard scary thing to fucking do especially as a celebrity and i just man be in a relationship with me (laughs) and also i never thought that i could be more attracted to charlie's throne until i saw mad max fury road and then i was like okay you know uh yeah 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 also i don't know if you've seen young adult but that is a movie that i just keep like slapping on every once in a while it is it's her and pat oswalt and it's Essentially, her having uh, a bit of a mental, like, she's just having a bit of a time in her late 30s. And um, it's something that I very much identify with. Someone <laughs> you think that you have your life together, but I think you're just living like a uh, a child in an adult spot. Speaking of which, I started Fleabag. We don't have to talk about it, but I did start it, and I'm very <gasps> proud of myself. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm very proud of you, and don't you love it so far? I do. I love her a lot, and she is so gorgeous and so funny. I know, and just so, like, you just want to be, I want to be best friends with her because I was that person. Yeah. I am that person. <laughs> Unfortunately, I don't know if that's a good thing or not. Um, Mila Kunis bought. Oh, she bought. Oh my god, Mila Kunis was born fought from Ukraine. Ukraine. <laughs> She's bought from the Ukraine. She is American now. She bought from the Ukraine. Um, she wasn't bought. She was just born there. Um, and that's kind of fun. It is fun. She also in my top five. Right. And honestly, Natalie Portman might be in there too. Yes, yeah, Natalie Portman is. 
Oh, it, it's all start. It all stems from Garden State for me. <laughs> we know Shania Twain is Canadian. You know, we we will give her that. God, I love my Shania Twain. You didn't skip Kim Cattrall though, did you? Because you know, I always am down to talk about Kim Cattrall and how she hates Sarah Jessica Parker. I didn't realize that she was born in jolly old. Yeah, I and does she doesn't does she have like does she have an accent or? Like, I feel like she's one of those actresses so. where maybe she actually does have an accent and she just keeps it secret. I mean, I watched a lot of Sex in the City for um, like like back to back. And I think what it is is that she has very good enunciation. Yeah, she does have a kind of affectation. A of, of, uh-huh. Yes. It's yeah. usually a sign of going to uh, some sort of schooling or just to like or, or just a, of growing up around a certain accent and then growing up out of it, too. Like how I never fucking realized until I saw The Fall that I never, after years of being an X-Files fan, I did not know that Julian Anderson was British. Dude, right? I, that still, like, it, it's very silly when that kind of thing blows your mind. Where you're like, man, I just must have not seen any interviews with her. <laughs> well, apparently... And this apparently Julian Julian Anderson is like one of those people where it is both she is like she both has a British accent and doesn't like it is she can yes. like I don't know if you call that code switching if you're if or if that is reserved for some others you know some like something more specific but she can just do both like like she's yes. not doing a fake British accent but she's not doing a fake American accent exactly and also. I think that you would be very. I think you would really enjoy Sex Education. I watched show it. That's on Netflix. Have you seen Sex it's Education? It's so fucking Isn't good. Great. I love Sex Isn't Education. It great. It's so good. I like as someone that like I am nervous about raising children someday just because like I know I was a really bad teenager. I did everything under the sun. I never got caught for anything, and I'm so scared of having a child just being like. I know what you do. I know what you're saying. Yeah, you're saying you're doing this, but are you doing this? Because I'm worried that I would be just so over the top. But watching her in it, I know it's a television show. I was like, okay, so that is a way, not always a healthy way, but that is a way to deal with raising teenagers because she's a sex therapist in it and that practices out of her home in sex education. It's a great show. It's so fucking good. I love that show. And that's like, that's a great example of like, like that is a show that portrays teenagers so well they're like with such like they're so funny and like they're really fucking smart and like there's like an abortion episode in it that's so fucking good and the way that it deals with like queerness is so fucking good it's just that show is so so good and i love the way that they portray like the way that they portray portray teens and how teens can like be really good at hurting each other but also can be really good at like standing up for each other and like it's just oh that show is incredible yes it's so good well i think we gotta we just gotta keep sword on best because guys this week i did blind items i i can't see them (laughs) (laughs) you can't see them because i found them i did it all i had to do was um ask for the appropriate links to look at and that's all you gotta do and i don't know why i wasn't doing it before Let's start it out. See, this is a story that we, and oh, I guess, see, that's my problem, is I'm very bad at keeping secrets. <laughs> um, all right. 
Despite what the PR releases say about the casting of the villainous role in that remake of the animated classic movie, the producers are still gunning for that legendary entertainer and celeb spawn for the part. Well, you got to be talking about Ursula, right? Talking about Ursula. So this is a this is an article that we didn't get to today because they're doing a um they're doing a live action movie of the Little Mermaid, and which I think is going to be fun, even though my hater um era certainly did envelop the little mermaid and there's a lot of songs in the little mermaid that i do not love specifically the what yes. about the fucking fork <laughs> um that's like look at this stuff oh isn't don't, it neat don't get me started my collection's complete <laughs> wouldn't you think i'm a girl see little little mermaid was always like my disney movie yeah i yeah. loved the little mermaid yeah and and so I do think that a live action one will be a lot of fun. And so the controversy is that Melissa McCarthy is got cast, and, and Lizzo wanted it to be her. Um, but and Lizzo was open, like she did a whole. Which you'll look up the Instagram video of Lizzo dressed up like Ursula and sang into her Instagram story. And I just love Lizzo so fucking much. Yeah, I think they would both be fantastic. But this, are we talking about the third person now? Talking about a different person. So technically, Melissa McCarthy has not been cast yet. Okay. It is still just talks. Okay. All right. And so a celebrity spawn. So they want someone else. Old school. Old school. Liza Minnelli. Damn, girl. You got. Oh, my God. She would be perfect, too, though. Dude, see, that's the thing is that I know that she's. She's probably, since it is a live action remake, she's probably too old for it, unfortunately. I think that they could do wonders on her. And it's not even that she's too old. I think that like she's just may have had too many strokes, which is a horrible thing to say. But I think that she might not be able to pull it off. But I would still love to see her fucking try. <laughs> she, she would be fucking perfect. Oh, all three of them would be perfect. Wow, this is like being this is like being a director of a middle school play and not being sure who to cast because all three I of know. them would just fucking kill it. And that's the thing. I mean, I want to be Ursula. That is still my number one thing in life. Is yes, I would you would also kill love, it. Love, love to play Ursula. <laughs> and I don't know if I'm too familiar with Melissa McCarthy's singing as much as I love Melissa McCarthy. I get very envious a lot of times. Because I would like to be her and have her career. But I'm also very excited because Lin-Manuel Miranda is writing new songs for the live action. And they're talking about Aquafina playing Scuttle and Jacob Tremblay playing Flounder. Which Aquafina I've just recently leaned into. Uh-huh. And she's amazing. Yeah, same. I didn't know... She's- that I loved Aquafina until seeing Crazy Rich Asians, and then I fucking fell in love with Aquafina. Her music is a, is so much fucking fun, and I would totally be down for her to play Scuttle. So I'm definitely intrigued by the project. I would love any one of those. I don't think that Lizzo is going to get Ursula. But Mazel if Melissa McCarthy does it with you, girl. I support you. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, honestly, all outcomes here point to positive. Right? All right, we got another blind item. The mystery man with the checkbook has not shown up yet, so it's uncertain how much longer the former actress turned escort will be allowed to record. The owner of the studio has better options for a sex 
Whoa, sorry. It, it does say that. The owner of the studio has better options for a sex in exchange for recording time with the former actress. Uh, Lilo? Lilo's in the studio, baby. And daddy hasn't shown up with the checkbook yet. Isn't that just a disgusting <laughs> blind item? Every That's Honestly, every blind disgusting. item about Lilo, I think I just try to not fully pay attention because... It's just, it's just rough, and 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 I know you've watched her celebrity uh, club show, but I just, I just can't look. Yeah, the Lindsay Lohan Beach Club is canceled. Unfortunate, it is canceled. Which is honestly, it's kind of fine. There was ever they got canceled because it wasn't enough drama, and really nothing was happening in the show. Yeah, yeah, it's I, I just. You know, I, I think I wish nothing but the best for Lilo, except for that time that she was really racist to that person on the street. Uh, you know, I just don't really know how to engage with Lilo right now. Yeah, she's got some rough politics. Now, this one is kind of interesting. So, this permanent A-minus list, mostly movie actor, who is an Academy Award winner, says he once had a one-night stand with one of his co-stars, who is also permanently A-minus list and an Academy Award winner. He says that after the one-night stand, he didn't want a second night, and our actress confronted him about it and said she was going to put a hex on him. The actor, who was highly superstitious, didn't believe her. Then, for the next seven months, he couldn't get an erection. (laughs) He reached out to the actress and apologized, and the next day... He could perform again. Ask the actress about it, and she doesn't say there was a hex. What in the fuck? All right. <laughs> they, so, were I, they were co-stars in a big Oscar movie. I have a, Is it Leo and Kate? It's not. Okay, because I started good, thinking that's that a while good you were guess. still talking, good and guess. I couldn't think about anything else. Okay. Good guess. So he was... Another like big part of he was the man in a big part of another celebrity couple. That's crazy. <laughs> and she was just in. This might be too much. She was just in John Wick three. Oh, unfortunately, I don't know much about John Wick three. You have okay. Um, he is he Brad Pitt. He's not Brad Pitt. He's another spindly old man who's part of a celebrity. That is couple. definitely weird. Uh, not Jeff Goldblum is spindly. Who's who's a spindly? Who is part of a celebrity couple who's a spindly old man who's weird? He didn't have any kids with the wife, but she definitely has a lot more kids now. Where am I? Uh, what film did they star in? What era of film are we talking about? So we're talking. I think it was late nineties, maybe early two thousands. And they had a very uncomfortable sex scene in it. And okay, wait. So is the woman Halle Berry? The woman is Halle Berry. And uh, who? And she won the Oscar for Monsters Ball. For Monsters oh. Ball. Oh, and it's so it's what's his name? Uh, creepy blood Billy guy. Bob <laughs> Billy Thornton. Bob Thornton. Thank you. Billy Bob Thornton didn't get an erection <laughs> for seven months because Halle Berry put a hex on him I love that the blind item says he's very suspicious because that part totally checks out but I wouldn't that's the thing I wouldn't exactly picture Halle Berry as being a witch type but but maybe she's a witch no 
But maybe she is, and maybe, you know what, I think that we could blame, even though I think Gothica was after that, but I would blame Gothica. <laughs> I think that Gothica is the movie I would blame because of it. I'm sorry, was I, did I hold you on for too long? I don't know, I'm new to blind items. No, no, that was good. I, there was, I was just, when I think of a celebrity couple, I don't think about... But but you're you gave really good hints in retrospect. Billy Bob Thornton and Angelina Jolie. She now has way more kids. Those were actually very very good hints. I was just I was I was not thinking it. Well, especially because believe me, I've been on your side before. <laughs> I know how these things work. And once you get one in your head, yeah. you can't change your mind. Oh my god, it's so fucking funny to think of Billy Bob Thornton not getting an erection for seven months and thinking it's because Halle Berry put a spell on him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I think it's pretty. I think it's pretty great. Barely next day, was able to get an erection. So, yeah, whatever she was doing, it worked. Thank you guys so much for joining us on our girls app this week. This was great. I had a lot of fun. Thank you for letting me um, take you down into my brain sphere. Yeah, thank you for taking me. But I'm not gonna watch old dogs. I don't, I, I, you know, I don't recommend it. I, as long as you watch the music video, I think that's all that we really need <laughs> to get out of old dogs. We don't need to give them anything else. It is on, I think we, I watched it on the Showtime app for free because I looked it up because I was like, if I have to pay for it, I will not watch it. That was my only, I will not pay for it. Uh-huh. That's a good line to draw. You know, but when you're staying with Mumsy and Pupsy, Mumsy and Pupsy got all the channels in the world. It's like <laughs> I'm just hanging out with my parents. It's great. We love you guys so much. Have a wonderful 4th of July, and we will be here with you with Holden next week. Please hit up our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash page7podcast. I'm going to post up the video in case you're having a hard time <laughs> finding it because you need it in your life. And I didn't even get to talk about Toy Story 4 because I definitely watched that yesterday and I cried, 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 cried. <laughs> and anyone that says it's not as good as the other ones can go get kiss <laughs> so it's still a positive message go get kiss and then come back and watch it again and maybe you'll like it more i'll definitely talk about that with you next week i haven't seen it but i want to hear about it so good i love you guys i'll talk to you next week Bye. this show is made possible by listeners like you thanks to our ad sponsors you can support our shows by supporting them for more shows like the one you just listened to go to lastpodcastnetwork.com The legends are true. We're overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10 piece with nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba da ba ba ba. Go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. In a fast paced world, Every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia.